Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right, write this right now. Nicholas Hetty. Nick, you are the Chief Revenue Officer with PAX8, found on the web at PAX8.com. Nick, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Josh. Great to be here. You're based in beautiful Colorado, about 15 miles south of Denver. Uh, why is that a great place to run a company? Yeah, I think we have a, a, a lot of tech talent. Out here, we call it Silicon Mountain. Yeah. And especially <laughs> with people working from home and really wanting that work-life balance. There are lots of activities with the mountains, with the Air Force Academy, uh, lots of universities here, lots of great talent. Yeah. And so from a high level, explain what PAX8 does. Yeah. PAX8 is the world's favorite place for IT professionals to buy, sell, manage cloud products. And I think everyone's seeing this giant shift to the cloud, which has been accelerated by COVID, and uh, the, the SaaS products, the services we provide are at a higher demand than they ever have. Yeah. So when we're talking about uh, cloud-based products, um, go, go through a list of some things that people, oh, yeah, 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 that, that, yeah, sure, that. Uh, Microsoft is a big one that I think some <laughs> will know and, and recognize. Uh, but we have multiple products in, in several different categories, all the things that you need to run a business. So productivity tools like your email and your business apps, infrastructure like Azure, continuity tools to help you back up and make sure you have a plan. And that security is absolutely top of mind for everybody. Uh, recently, we've added new products like internet connectivity, UCAS and CCAS. So we really cover the whole spectrum of everything a, a business needs in a cloud-based economy. Yeah. Um, so who would be uh, maybe some use cases of clients that, that you've worked with or, you know, how you partner? Um, how do you improve their life? Yeah, there have not been many options in the past. Uh, so our competitors are legacy distribution. Uh, we're 100 percent channel based. We sell through managed service providers. And these are aggregators of technology and the outsourced IT department for small businesses today. And so if you are not an IT or technology company, it's often more cost effective, more efficient uh, to outsource your IT, have somebody who has experts on his team across all of the products that you need to run your business. Uh, and so you're seeing a, a, a real growth right now of managed service providers aggregating IT and outsourcing the IT department for small business. Uh, so one of our partners is a, a local company, Nexus Tech. And they have contracts in the past with legacy distribution and directly with some vendors, uh, which creates billing chaos, uh, provisioning delays, support nightmares. Uh, so Pax8 is the aggregator of those things and streamlines the service delivery from vendor to partner to end user customer. Sure, sure. Um, so, and, and maybe some use cases, obviously, you know, with this audience, you know, um, they're, they're, I'm sure there are MSPs that are listening right now. Uh, for those who are just like, they're just running their company, when might be the right time or when might be the right application where they say, you know what? I mean, we could be using these off-the-shelf products directly ourselves, or we could be working with an MSP. Like, 
when might they start getting real serious about doing their research on finding a good MSP to work with? Yeah, Microsoft is a great use case. And uh, with 355,000 partners globally, there's a, a lot of partners who help with Microsoft. They're uh, a, a giant. They are the best manufacturer of, of technology out there with the greatest breadth of products. But those products, like anything, are evolving all the time, getting better, improving, listening to customers and partners, and improving that product set. With that rapid, evolving, changing of technology, you need someone who's an expert almost on every single vendor so that you can optimize. I think a, a great example of a Microsoft product that has just been exploding and growing virally has been Teams. Uh, last year before COVID, there were 900 million daily minutes of Teams being consumed. Mm. And in Q4 of last year, it was north of 5 billion daily minutes of Teams being used. And so this is a, a great product. And if you don't know how to set it up, whether it's by your industry or by your company size, there are common challenges that everyone's going to run into and a managed service provider helps solve those challenges. That's interesting. So um, I feel like a dummy for asking this, um, but, you know, so my my team right now, I mean, there's platforms, obviously we, we're all distributed. Uh, we spend our whole day on Slack. Uh, you know, we've got some project management stuff that that we'll use and certainly some um, customer client facing software that we use um, and Google Docs. Uh, we, we use a lot of that um, G Suite. So um, where would where would Teams and here's my dumb question, right? So uh, where, where does Teams fit in that? Yeah, I think G Suite does appeal to a, a B2C economy. Yeah. Uh, feel like Teams is more of the, the B2B. Everyone is used to their PowerPoint, their Word, um, all the applications, dynamics, and there, there are advantages to be gained uh, by being consolidated with a single vendor because the integrations of the products. And so if you have a Outlook email account and you're using Slack for chat and Google for infrastructure, you're, you're spread out across many vendors. And so the application of Teams is is bringing that all together, and they have been investing in this product as the tip of the spear for uh, many consumers, whether small or large, uh, to start trying Teams. Yeah. So um, in terms of PAX 8 itself, uh, have you, uh, I mean, you've been with PAX 8 for nearly now eight years. Is Did you come on at the beginning, or what, what's kind of the, 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 the story of PAX 8? Yeah. Uh, our CEO, John Street, has founded several companies. Uh, before PAX 8 was a company called MX Logic, And he was one of the first cloud SaaS products. And he had an experience working with legacy distributors, not really understanding the value they brought in the shift from the economy from atoms or physical things to bits and bytes, the cloud version of, of those things. And so the pickpacketing ship the extending financial credit lines to people, those things go away when there's no physical good to deliver uh, and everything is paid for on a monthly basis from what you consume. Uh, a lot of those things go away. And so that experience with legacy distribution was the catalyst for him to solve what, for what he perceived as a cloud distribution problem. So yes, I'm employee number eight, the first sales guy, Coming up on eight years uh, has been a, a wild, a wild, wild ride, I have to say, um, working through the channel and 
as partners evolved and as new technologies come out, there is no day that is the same. I can say that. Yeah. So uh, working in sales then, uh, how has that been over the past eight years uh, in this industry? Because I know it's, I mean, it's, you know, in some aspects, kind of like the wild, I mean, there's just so much opportunity. It's like the gold rush, right? Everybody is moving everything to the cloud. Yeah. I think our approach to this and People want to call us a, a cloud distributor, but I, I think it's something bigger than that. It's an ecosystem with marketplaces that appeal to specific audiences. And yes, the ecosystem was simple at first. How do I connect a buyer and a seller? Uh, but as technology has evolved, as the channel has evolved into this influence channel like, like yourself, uh, the transaction channel, those who drive to the point of sale but don't support and bill, and then the retention channel. Our MSPs are, are in all three of those buckets, but there are people like yourself who have a, a big sphere of influence and perhaps you're not monetizing how much Microsoft you can influence, Josh, like you should. <laughs> we'll have a talk about this later. Right. Uh, but as influencers and product recommenders, as, as that whole channel has grown, um, you have to be able to plug in a, a marketplace and orchestrate this ecosystem of business players. And that is the new sales model. Uh, think about how many times you've answered a call from an unknown number in the last year. For me, it's zero. So it has certainly evolved. 68% of decision makers are making a decision on the product they want to buy before they ever reach out to somebody. That's a challenge. Mm. How do you meet that challenge? Yeah. Um, so Nick, so you're primarily like, so in sales, I mean, you're, you're not working with too many end users. You're working primarily with the MSPs. So then it's just a matter of awareness, MSPs knowing that you exist and the advantage of, of partnering with you. So you would be, or Pax8 would be, hey, look, everything related to cloud solutions is primarily around Microsoft products. Um, Microsoft Teams would be where Pax would come in. Uh, we certainly do Microsoft better than anyone else. And that's just my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but we have over 60 vendors on our line card today. Wow. Uh, Microsoft is the foundation for a lot of businesses practice and technology. Uh, but then there's a, a lot of knowledge around how do you plug in these other tools as everything today integrates into everything. Yes. To optimize those solutions, they have to be integrated. Mm-hmm. A new skill set that's emerging. And so we're focused on the enablement of our partners, the education of the new products and their changes so that you can give your customers that competitive advantage they're looking for. Yeah, I know internally, you know, just even, you know, on our limited, you know, limited case, you know, integrations are, are critical. I, I mean, if I'm not automatically getting data where it needs to get, uh, what? I just think about how much time that would take. Uh, so chances are, you know, I think most small business owners that are doing any of their work online, you know, engaging on platforms are probably underutilizing the opportunity for integrated systems, right? So that they're not repeating all of this work or they're coming up with more intelligent processes on the back end. So, you know, you could plug somebody in and make their job a lot easier. You know, if you've got the systems to take care of all of the stuff that can can be systematized. Yeah, I think uh, an interesting stat that just 
gives more context to that point is Accenture has done a study and said 76% of CEOs believe that they won't recognize their own business models in a five-year period. And I think, again, COVID has accelerated that narrative. You used to be able to get by on word of mouth as your marketing, just do a great job and people will tell people. <laughs> but if you don't have that virtual or that digital marketplace where people can come and do business with you, yeah. it is hard to survive right now. And so it is uh, truly are you adapting to, to this new ecosystem and this new market um, or are, are you struggling right now? Yeah. You know, just, uh, you know, geek out on sales a little bit because that's your background. Um, but, you know, if you're an MSP and you want to grow your business, what, what, what works today? Yeah. I, and I am so deep into research and I've got a great team who helps me out here. Uh, but as people are coming to market with these marketplaces and you're looking to influence that influencer earlier in their journey. Uh, there's a lot of research that suggests you should become hyper-specialized, meaning mm -hmm. who, do, who do I serve? It is going to be tough for me to be the number one uh, search on Microsoft, for example. But if I am the best managed service provider to healthcare clinics in Northern New York, then I have a higher chance of uh, appearing higher when somebody goes to search for something like that. And so the advice I'm giving our partners is understand your offering, understand who you're best at serving, and have you looked at the industry or verticals of the customers that you have in your base today if you don't know the industry that you serve best? And you really have to do a good job of capturing that secret sauce or that thing that you are special at. And that has to come through in your marketplace, the place where people are coming to find you and search for your type of services. Yeah, completely agree. I've talked about this frequently, but man, if you're a generalist out there and just, uh, you know, we're just a general MSP, good luck. <laughs> you're going to get commoditized to hell. And it's, oh, I, I, you know, you're always going to get beat up on price because you're just not, you're not specialized. You're just, okay, you and everybody else does what you do. So, you know, I may as well shop you and 10 other people just like you, you know, as opposed to coming out and saying, nope, this is who we serve. This is exactly what we do. This is the big problem that we solve. And we solve it better than about anybody else on the planet, because that's all we obsess on. Uh, that is far more, that's a far more valuable proposition. Absolutely. And if you, I'm not recommending you be the, the cheapest either. And I, I feel oh. like people who come to market with the lowest price, um, if price is the reason you come, price is the reason you leave. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm suggesting that you have a, a premium offering, but you need to be very clear on why people should be paying that premium for your services. Yeah. PAX 8 uh, provides a lot of education and support rather than, you know, just you're, you're be far beyond just providing the backend services. Um, there, there's a lot more to it. Can you maybe explain a little bit more about that, that culture and that environment that you've created? Yeah. Having the marketplace where people can come, shop, buy, manage, um, that feels like it's becoming more and more just table stakes to, to mm. play in. Yeah. Uh, where we thrive is our enablement, our empowerment of partners on what the new products are, how to market them, how to sell them, 
how to do white space analysis, how to find that next logical product that every single customer of yours should be buying next and mm. create that journey that is unique to your customer um, that spans years. And you should have a roadmap of along this timeline, we should be upgrading your security, migrating you from on-prem to cloud infrastructure, and they need that roadmap uh, in, in pursuit of that perfect setup, that perfect stack of technology. Uh, so we're focused on with our Pax8 Academy, educating our partners on all the things that, that they need to know to thrive during this cloud economy boom. Yeah. So for uh, MSPs, you know, someone that's uh, providing IT services, they want to provide, you know, technical support and platform and, and that sort of thing. Um, what's the process like to becoming a partner? Yes, uh, I've done it as the, the sales guy. I've done a lot of analysis and man, we used to travel around to a ton of shows and I'd gather the business cards and bring them all back to my office and enter them into my sales force. <laughs> then schedule a call to talk to him about becoming a partner. Yeah. And so all of that was noise and created an emotional latency or emo that we call it internally. You get them so excited about what you want to deliver. And then a week later, they don't remember why they talked to you. And so we got rid of all those steps, go to packsafe.com, click on the become a partner button. And it's a simple process. There's no minimums, no requirements. You can get enabled today. And then your first call with us is your onboarding call so that you can begin buying and selling cloud services right now. Is it a good market? Is it, is it good timing to get into it? We, we feel like it is. <laughs> I mean, the, if you look at the cloud growth, it's been 20% Kager yeah. year over year, CSP from Microsoft 100% year over year, uh, and the adoption or penetration into market for SMB specifically is sub 20%. Uh, on Azure, it's less than 10. On uh, Dynamics, it's less than one. So it is the perfect time. You haven't missed it, but you got to get your surfboard in the water quick if you want to catch this wave. Right, right. And it looks like Pax8 has over 700 employees. You guys are gone. They've gone through a lot of growth. Um, is is Pax, uh, what, what, is Pax, it looks like Pax8 is a great place to work and, and that you uh, invest a lot into culture. Yeah, there's a, an old old saying, what if you invest in your people and they leave? But the inverse of that is what if you don't invest in them and they stay? Yeah. So we invest a lot in our people, in our culture, and we don't believe the technology is our product. Our, our product is the intersection of, of tech touch and human touch. And it's the people that you talk to, the knowledge that they have, that they, they try to transfer. That is the product. It's, it's a, a, a services product. Excellent. All right. So, Nick, uh, anybody who's been listening, uh, and I feel like we've given them some good action steps uh, for engaging with Pax8, but anything else that you'd recommend, like they go to Pax8, where they look, where they start, uh, where where should they kind of continue that relationship? Yeah. To your earlier point, we believe we've got a, a great culture and our, our people at Pax8 are our number one priority because we believe if you treat your people right, that they treat our customers, our, our partners right. Uh, so that is a, a belief of ours, and we are looking to expand a, across the globe. You'll see a, a couple more acquisitions from PAX coming in the this quarter. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, check out pax8.com. Become a partner now. 
Awesome. All right. Nicholas Hetty, Chief Revenue Officer at PAX8, found on the web at PAX8.com. That's P-A-X, the number eight.com. Nick, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for the time, Josh. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.